When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Wednesday, February 1st, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga. Shortly, I'll be joined by Paul Hoynes and Bowling Green senior David Rosovsky. Uh, you might know him better as the SpongeBob guy who made uh, appearances at Guardians playoff games against the Rays and Yankees last year wearing a SpongeBob uh, costume in honor of Oscar Gonzalez's uh, walk-up music. But what you don't know about David is that behind the scenes, he's uh, big into baseball stats and uh, numbers and figures, and he runs a project uh, for his senior thesis where he looks at high school baseball fields, starting in Ohio and then spreading to other states, uh, where he maps and charts uh, the dimensions of every high school baseball field and produces graphics and information uh, about each one. It's a fascinating project that that David started uh, during the pandemic and has kept going, and it's uh, uh, really a fun way to to sort of look at baseball uh, from a different perspective, Uh, Maybe not the pro side of things, but uh, definitely somebody who uh, has a passion for the game. So let's get to our interview with David Rosovsky. Okay, we're joined now by Bowling Green senior David Rosovsky. You might know him uh, better by uh, a different name, uh, the the SpongeBob guy, who uh, was part of the Guardians' run through the playoffs uh, after Oscar Gonzalez hit his walk-off home run. Uh, ESPN cameras found David wearing his SpongeBob costume in the crowd, and it was uh, a reaction that everybody in Cleveland sort of felt. Uh, David, great to have you on the podcast, but we we want to talk to you about the the SpongeBob stuff later on. First, we want to talk about uh, your project, your Ohio High School baseball fields project, and how you got into that, and and the uh, the stats and the the visuals behind it. Uh, it just uh, seems like a fascinating project. Uh, David, welcome on the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, let's let's get back to, you know, when this project started. Uh, y- you you just sort of went through and, and looked at the, the, the odd high school fields in Ohio, and it sort of expanded beyond that. Uh, tell us where the idea came from and, and what you plan to do with this uh, this material that you've collected. Yeah, so back in early 2020, when the pandemic happened, uh, I was just sitting in my room. There wasn't really much to do. Like classes were kind of like hitting a lull. No one really knew what was going on. So I was just kind of sitting in my room and online, there was kind of a little mini trend going around where people were posting like what fields they went to high school at uh, and kind of like showing off the weirdness of the fields. And as someone who played high school, at a, I'd consider a weird field. I wanted to see how mine stacked up against others, not only in the state, but like in the country. So that night I, I, I created a spreadsheet and uh, 
a map and I just went from there plotting every single baseball field in Ohio. So you use Google Maps and you you go on and you get the dimensions and you do outlines and and these visuals. You're a a, a visual media a media major at at Bowling Green. Yeah, I'm a senior digital art major at Bowling Green. So as far as you know, what you were looking for or what you were interested about in in these fields, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be the the dimensions. Is there? you know, locations? Is there anything else that you add into the, the project that, um, you know, is, is fascinating about these, these locations? Yeah, I think, I think not only the, the field itself brings the weirdness, I think sometimes locations also play a factor into that. Like, uh, I'm working on Rhode Island right now, and there, there's a field that's on an island, and you have to go by ferry to get onto the field itself. And they just they just started playing again in a couple of years, a couple of years ago. So I think that I think that's really quirky. The field itself isn't like crazy, but I think that's a fun thing that doesn't really happen normally. You said you've got uh, Rhode Island. You're working on Rhode Island. What other states have you completed and what what do you hope to, to get done uh, in the near future? Mm-hmm. So I've fully completed Ohio, Utah, West Virginia. Uh, I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, Hawaii and Alaska. And I'm currently working on Maine, uh, Pennsylvania and Rhode Island. So I'm finished five out of 50, working on three out of 50, still got 42. So long ways to go. Is there a lot of grizzly bears in Alaska playing second base on those fields? Hopefully not. I, I think I think they definitely got their fences down. Some fields don't have any fences at all, but I think you got to get some fences in Alaska for sure. That's got to be weird. The sort of the disparity between, you know, you say some, some schools have fields that don't have fences. Some school schools probably have, you know, full press boxes and stands and everything that are, mm-hmm. you know, super nice. Uh, what's, what's one of the nicest and what's one of the most sparse fields you've, you've, uh, you've ma- mapped. Um. So there are, there are some really nice fields. I want like, I don't really focus on those, so I don't really remember off the top of my head like a really nice field. I, I remember when I went to Keystone, like I played at Keystone High School in LaGrange in Medina County. Uh, I I was always drawn to that field. They played like a park, and that field was always really nice. Um, yeah, just some – like Euclid has a nice field. Just fields all across Ohio are mainly pretty nice, but – I think one of the weirdest ones would probably be a uh, Monroe Central in Woodsfield, Ohio. That's southeast. That's kind of by uh, Wheeling, West Virginia, basically. Like it's only like twenty minutes from there. Uh, they have to like can they have to fit their baseball field inside of their football field, and so it's it's rectangular. And so left field's like two hundred and seventy feet, and then right field is almost five hundred feet. And so it seems to create a lot of disparity amongst what handedness you you bat. So Hoinsey, it looks kind of like polo grounds only shifted to the right. So, you know, when you covered Babe Ruth in the polo grounds. (laughs) So you see Willie Mays make that catch in 1954. (laughs) (laughs) You could have done it at Monroe Central. David, where did you play high school uh, baseball and what was your field like? 
Uh, so I played at Luthen West High School in Rocky River, Ohio. It's only about a 20-minute drive from Cleveland. Uh, yeah, our field is kind of unique. We have our kind of mini version of the monster. I actually think it's harder to hit a home run at our field than Fenway Park's left field. It's it's only about 10, 20 feet shorter, but it's like 20 feet farther. And so like I've 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 never seen a home run hit left or center field there. It's I I've heard about it through lore. <laughs> like I've never never physically seen one happen. Uh, so you you've we were speak, uh, speaking earlier you were talking about uh you know seeing a, a home run at Lakewood uh uh park the the field there at Lakewood High School uh mm-hmm. in getting caught by the the high fence there uh by Bunce Road. Yeah. I uh that's also one I consider pretty weird in Lakewood. Uh it's it that field also has a lot of quirks like the the thin turf uh but just the bases have sand. Mm-hmm. Like the right field having their version of the monster to avoid hitting cars. Just I yeah, Ohio seems to have a lot of unique fields about them. And I, I really enjoy that. When you when you post these graphics and uh and, and people see, you know, what uh what you've worked on and and they, they share their stories about their high school fields, what's the, been the response from uh people who follow you on Twitter and and from the schools themselves when they see their their fields up there on the uh, online. Yeah, I think I think baseball is a really unique sport in which like all the fields are different and they're actually embraced because of their differences. Like I don't if a football field is really bad quality, like no one's really going to be like, oh, I love playing there. Like basketball court, if everyone's like slipping, no one's going to be like, oh, man, I can't wait to go back there to play. But if a baseball field, it has like a really short field, like a short fence. Like I think people embrace that part of the sport. I really enjoy that. Uh, I posted that back in April, the first post, and I've gotten nothing. I I don't really think I've gotten much negative connotation along with it. Most schools that I post about seem to really jump on board and embrace it. Have Have you gotten any schools reach out to you saying something like, "Hey, do our do our uh, stadium next? We've we've got a really neat one," or anything like that? I remember when I posted the first one, a lot of people were talking about Swanton High School, which is in Northwest Ohio, almost about 20 minutes from me. I've been to that field. That one's pretty weird. There's a there's a creek in right field, and people have told me that to catch to attempt to catch home runs, people have actually fell in the creek during games. Uh, yeah, a lot of people reached out about that field, and even the high school itself told me to do that one and when i posted it in the second part they really gravitated towards that i was wondering how many fields uh, have artificial artificial turf or do you take that into account uh i have not officially taken that into account but i there are a lot of different aspects of fields now that i've kind of got a system going on states I, i am going back to fields and like taking into account other things. So I, I do plan on doing turf. And then like we said earlier, if a fence is closed or not, I plan on taking all that into account later. 
So this project is your your senior thesis, your your digital media uh, senior thesis. Where uh, where do you see this going? And you know, is it going to be on display somewhere? What's uh, what's the next step for for this project for you? Yeah. So for my senior thesis, I'm I'm mainly focusing on just Ohio. So I am I have overlay graphics where I take all the fields and I put them on top of each other as outlines, and then I have a gradient from like purple being like a massive field and red being a small field. Uh, and I'm turning that into a, a giant poster that you can view. And then also a, a virtual reality uh, viewer for some of the weird ones where I actually went, drove to the fields and took 360 photos from home plate in the pitcher's mound. So you can view the fields firsthand and that should be uh, on display, hopefully in mid-March. And as uh, for, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, uh, and then also I eventually, I, I don't really have a massive estimate on when it should be completed, but once I get all the, the states done, I plan on turning this into a website so everyone can check out any field regardless. Yeah. This is sort of like a labor of love. You've, you worked two years on the, the first state and some states take you different amounts of time. Yeah. Uh, Alaska only has like 25, 26 stadiums. That one, I, I cranked I cranked that one out in like a couple of days. Uh, Hawaii took me like a week or two, but Ohio took me two years to finish. That one has seven hundred and forty-two fields. Wow! No, so that one that one was laborious, but yeah, it. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm I'm here to enjoy the ride. Uh, as far as your next step, uh, senior graduating, uh, you know, this spring, uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Uh, hopefully I'm done with most of the states. Uh, no direct, like I said, estimation on that. Uh, hopefully the website's near completion, I want to say. Um, and then, yeah, I also hope to one day work for a major sports team. It doesn't even have to be major sports team, just any sports teams. I, I love sports, as you can probably tell. Uh, so just to get involved with anything around that field would be the dream. The uh, you hopefully five years from now you're you're working at a uh, a major league ball club or or somebody doing uh, stats or graphics or something. Uh, but hopefully this spring, uh, you're you're at Progressive Field in the SpongeBob costume, uh, sort of cheering on the Guardians and uh, and Oscar Gonzalez as well. Uh, what was that like to to go through that whole experience back in the playoffs and and grab that uh, sort of your your 15 minutes there uh, on national TV and and becoming a meme. Yeah, it was, it, it is still completely surreal. Like I, I do, I do wake up sometimes and I just like, I, I, I do think it's a dream sometimes still. I go back and I look at like the highlights from that, those two games. And I, like, I see myself in the video, but I'm like, I, I still sometimes contemplate if I was actually there. It, it, it was really crazy to go back and think about that moment. Are you going to come back next year or this uh, this season? Uh, Oscar yeah. says he's he's got the same uh, walk up music. Yeah, I do. I do hope to come back sometimes. Hopefully, do a first pitch for a game sometime in the season. Now, I think that would be really cool, uh, not just for me but for the fans too. Uh, I I do plan on coming to some games in SpongeBob costume. Maybe not all of them, <laughs> but uh, some of them I think would be fun. Well, well, I just think. I think it was fascinating that during the, you know, after Oscar hit the walk-off, 
that the fans sort of rallied around and got you a ticket for uh, the division series. Cause you weren't, you, it wasn't like a given that you were going to be there, but yeah. you know, they, they sort of felt like, Hey, we need this guy here. He he's, <laughs> he's coming to all these games. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm in college and it's, it, I was looking at the prices of these tickets. I'm like, I don't like, I don't know if it's a guarantee that I'm going to be able to make it to these games. And people were like, yeah, if you, if you, Go to these games. We will help you out. We will. We will get you tickets. Like you wear the costume. If you wear the if you costume, wear the costume, of we'll course. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to those games if I'm not wearing the costume. And I want to wear the costume too. I want to support the team. Uh, so yeah, it was crazy. I was. I was really curious if if like we kept going. I was like, how long is this gonna go? Like, <laughs> I, I can't imagine. Do people stop you at the ballpark to ask you for autographs or pictures or anything oh. like that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Game four after the second walk-off by Oscar. There were there were periods of time where I I couldn't even like move. And there was like a there's like a line forming, like in the ball club. Like, like, like I literally like I would take a picture and then I would like turn around and there was like three other people. They're like, sorry to bother you, but can I get a picture? And I'm like, Yeah, of course. What's that? What's that like to see little kids showing up at the ballpark wearing SpongeBob costumes and, and sort of emulating what you were doing? Yeah, it, it it is wild. I I I just to do that as a like a humble little joke in August for the first time and then people telling me like, "Oh, I like I don't know if that's going to work." And I was just like, "I don't care. I think it's funny. Like I think I think it's wholesome. Like I'm not doing any I don't think I'm doing any wrong doing it. I think I think it is a fun little joke. Uh and to see it pan out to what it's become, I think it's really awesome and telling about her fans is uh you met oscar right gonzalez did he did he say anything to you or about the the outfit um so yeah after the did for the first time in august i i I posted it online and he responded and then from there I, i messaged him and eventually we were able to like meet and get a photo and an autograph in september uh yeah, it's it's been really cool. Like, and even after the season ended, like I I messaged him and I was like, "Thanks for hitting that home run," and uh, bringing all this unexpected fame towards me. And he he was really nice about it. He was like, "Oh yeah, you're you're doing a good thing. Thanks for what you're doing too." Like it it was it's just he's a really wholesome guy. I I really appreciate him. Yeah, it's uh, it, you know, we're looking forward to to getting back to the ballpark in the spring and 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 seeing you there and and hearing the hearing the SpongeBob music and uh, you know, seeing lots of home runs too. Uh, David, uh, this is an example of, you know, hey, it, 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 the 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 story on the surface is, you know, the SpongeBob guy he wears the costume to the stadium and whatever. But if you dig a little deeper, you get to know that you know this is a guy who who loves stats and loves numbers and loves baseball and has this fascinating project that you could talk to uh, talk to him about, you know, all these, these stadiums and, and fields all over Ohio that he's researched. Uh, it's just another example of how, you know, baseball is such a, a great way to bring people together. And, and you've done a, you continue to do a great job of that. I think uh, not just with the costume, but with the project as well. Uh, and I hope a lot of people find it and, and, and figure it out and, and use it and, 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 and get a lot of enjoyment out of it. And I hope, uh, I hope you get uh, all your goals too, because uh, it would be it would be a shame if if some team doesn't uh, you know put you to good use. Thank you. I agree. I greatly appreciate that.
Oh, David, just good luck, man. And uh, hope you graduate, you know, graduate and uh, have a, a good career. <laughs> and hopefully we see you at the ballpark uh, sometime uh, this coming season, 2023. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I really think that this team has a lot of uh, potential to go far. And I'll, I'll I'll announce it if I if I go to the stadium again in the suit. All right, that's David Rusovsky, uh, the SpongeBob guy who's uh, got the high school baseball fields project. Uh, look him up on Twitter, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you again here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. 